0: Welcome to the Reminded Sessions, bringing inspirations to rewire your mind, brought to you by Smarana Yoga. Namasteji, Welcome back to the Reminded Sessions. I'm really happy to see you here today and to explore with me how your mind is sabotaging your growth and the four skills that you need to develop in order to take the lead again. So I'm pretty sure that you also know this feeling that you're trying really hard to get out of your comfort zone. You're trying to take a step that takes a lot of braveness from you, a lot of courage. And your mind, instead of supporting you, it's just giving you an even harder time, right? It happens to me a lot as well. And if you're a person that meditates or does some kind of mindfulness practice, I'm sure that you have observed those voices in your head that are just shooting really unnecessary information. So that, for example, you try to sit down to meditate and your mind reminds you of the delicious apple that you ate today and that, oh, I have to write my mom and... So many things that are so unnecessary, but your mind keeps on shooting this. And it is it feels like it is doing this with a purpose, with the purpose of sabotaging your growth, right? And it is actually true. Because your mind, your ego mind, is scared. It knows that if you are stepping out of your comfort zone this can challenge really challenge the foundation of what this ego mind thought it would be does that make sense to you so your ego mind lives off the identification it has it lives off identifying itself with itself and if you're stepping out of your comfort zone if you sit down to meditate to grow to observe what your ego mind is actually doing then this is challenging the identification of the ego mind itself. And this is why your ego mind is so freaking scared of you growing, because it would lose its importance. It would lose its identification it has right now. So what it does is try to distract you. So when you sit down and you observe this whole whole system, this whole complex of the ego mind, And you become aware of its nature, you become aware of this, of its empty nature and of the fact that you are putting your limits yourself and that you can also widen out these boundaries, when your ego mind realizes that, it doesn't want that to happen because it wants to stay, it wants to stay valuable, it wants to keep its identification and this is why it will shoot you with really unnecessary information and it will shoot you the information that your ego mind knows will trigger you to get out of this observant state and to re-identify yourself once again with the ego mind so each one of us has their has this one topic, this one important voice that for sure or almost for sure will get you out of the observer mode. This one trigger that is triggering you so much that you just can't you just can't stay in this in this de-identification. You need to get back and you need to engage again with this thought and i want to be really honest with you here just to give you the um, an example so for me this voice this trigger is that it tells me oh you're not doing it right and i can observe this kind of trigger in a lot of different facets so it doesn't always present itself in those words you're not doing it right but it's core message is always the same and this really triggers me and i get back into identifying with this with this thought and my thought stream starts again this happens during asanas, this happens during meditation and also during awareness practice throughout the day because as i focus on a lot also on my instagram is that yoga does not only take place on the mat or when you're meditating but yoga is a life philosophy it's a constant practice that i do that a lot of yogis do throughout the whole day it's kind of the the glasses that you perceive your your world through or maybe not the glasses at all because you're trying to take the glasses off but it's a constant mindset that you're practicing but this voice this trigger of mine that i'm not doing it right it kicks me back into the identification with my ego and each one of us has their personal trigger and i want you to observe use this day and maybe tomorrow maybe the day after and maybe the rest of your life to observe start to observe what are those triggers when are you being triggered from a peaceful state into a state of anxiousness of worrying of thinking you have to do something what is this trigger and try to see if you can find an underlying pattern underneath it because as I said this trigger of mine is not always presenting it in the same words but the core message is always the same so sometimes it's like oh but you're trembling in this asana and then sometimes it is like but you should be doing this better right because you're practicing for a long time already so there's different ways it can manifest but the core message is always this that i'm not doing it right and i know this is a big trigger of mine but by becoming aware of the trigger, by solely coming becoming aware that it's existent and that this triggers you, you're already taking out a lot of power of it. Because once again, you're being able to de-identify with the trigger. And this is really scary for the ego mind at first because it has this one card, its its only card, that it can play always and it knows that you will get back into identification with it. And once you start to de-identify with it, once you are able to observe this trigger, become aware that you are being triggered, this gives you the space to not react to it. And this is really scary for the ego mind. Because once again, the ego mind doesn't want to lose its identification. It doesn't want to lose its existence. And your ego mind only exists because you identify with it. If you would stop identifying with this ego mind, and I don't mean ego as a bad thing, as this typical, oh, you're being egoistic kind of way. I mean ego as the persona that you are, this character, this role that you play That you're living in this lifetime. This is what I refer to as the ego mind. And this role, this character, only exists because this consciousness of yours, this ray of consciousness, is identifying with it. And if you would stop identifying with it, then it wouldn't exist anymore. And it doesn't like that. So this is why it keeps on playing these cards. But the truth is, even though you are becoming aware of the existence of the ego mind, which is the first step to identify from it, and even during this process of unattaching yourself from this identification, you still are able to get back into this ego mind because we need it. We need it to interact with the world, to function in our world but we can learn, we can can realize that we are not it. So this fear of the ego mind is not really something reasonable because it won't stop existing just because we are getting aware that we are not it. So the only thing that we are doing is to step a step back and to become aware that our essence is actually something way bigger than this small ego mind but we can then use this ego mind as a kind of role, as a kind of play that we are doing. So we are becoming to live life skillfully because we are not identified with all the misery and all the challenges in it anymore. But we can see it as a positive challenge, as a growth challenge, as kind of a play. So life gets more light, it gets more joyful, and it just gets more easy to handle. And it becomes pleasurable, just the, the simple fact of existing. So to come back at your mind sabotaging you, as I said, I would really recommend you to start observing those triggers. You can also write a journal. In the night, before you go to bed, you can write down all the triggers that you observe during the day. And with the time, you will become aware of how your mind is actually sabotaging you. And it is super interesting because this way you will see that a lot of this negative self-talk that you do to yourself, a lot of the pain that you put yourself on all by yourself are just triggers. It's just an anxious ego mind trying to not lose its existence. And if you become aware of that, then you can stop hurting yourself so much. So as I said for me in my example this this card that my ego mind plays that I'm not good, that I'm not doing it right, it did cause me a lot of pain because I did doubt my lot and myself a lot because of this voice. Because I was like oh but why am I doing it wrong? I've been doing it for so much time, why am I still doing it wrong? And this you know, generates a lot of anxiousness, a lot of doubting, a lot of self-doubt and it doesn't really generate a, a, an atmosphere of self-acceptance and being content with who you are, right? So by becoming aware of these triggers, you are really saving yourself from a lot of pain. And this is why it is so important not only to grow, but also to, to live life in a joyful and pleasurable way. So now that you know why your mind is sabotaging you and that you can start observing it, this is already one of the four skills that you need to develop to take the lead again. Observance is a skill that on the path of self-growth, of self-transformation, you really need to start to develop because it is all about observing. It is all all about becoming aware of all these processes in your mind, all these processes that lead your experience. So observing means that you're taking a step back and you stop identifying yourself with the experience, but you can take a step back and watch it from the outside and therefore see what is actually happening so for example if something really painful happens to you and you can observe it then you're not suffering in this pain anymore but you can experience this pain without identifying to it and this actually doesn't feel that painful anymore but you are taking this experience as a lesson and you transit this experience as a skillful uh, way of exhilarating your growth So observance is something that is really important on our path of realizing our nature, of realizing our potential, and this is kind of the foundational work of all that is coming afterwards. Because if you can start to observe yourself, it is already a huge step of releasing all of those limiting beliefs and all of those those barriers that you put up that, that are the reason why you can't achieve, why you can't get to your goals and to your, to your visions. And the next step when you observe is you need to develop willpower. Because once you observe this trigger card, which I was talking about, you need to have the willpower to eliminate it, to not engage with it, to not react to it, but to start to choose another reaction so in my example once again when my trigger card is played that I'm not good enough I use my willpower to remind me that this is one of those triggers and I already know that I will engage with it because it hurts myself and it's triggering me but if I use my willpower I can take a step back and I can say all right I get it this is your ego mind this is your your trigger card but I'm choosing to take another road so, for example, you can use your willpower to start focusing on your breath, or you can, you can just try to choose another thought, you can choose another reaction. So instead of not doing something, you're just going to do it anyway. And for that, you need to develop willpower. And you can develop willpower over the time by proving yourself wrong over and over and over again. So you need to be willing to challenge yourself over and over again. Willpower is something that a lot of people are born with and a lot are not born with it. And it is difficult to achieve during your everyday life, but you can achieve it with the time. One of the other pillars, one of the other skills you need to develop is the patience because you need to be patient with yourself you need to be patient to develop willpower if you're not already born with willpower you need to be patient to see change happening and this is something where you where we will integrate the fourth skill the fourth skill is discipline because you need to keep on showing up. So all of these skills, as you can see, they, they kind of intervene with each other because you need discipline for all of this. So you need to have discipline to keep on using your willpower, to keep on choosing another, another direction once you observe yourself to, to follow your trigger once again. So to recap a little bit, you need to you need to start observing. That's the very first step. And once you are able to observe, you need to use your willpower. You you need to tell yourself that you're not going to follow this trigger card because this is actually holding you back. This is one of the greatest greatest Limits you put on yourself if you are keep you keep on be fooled into your triggers So you need to become observant of it aware of it that those triggers are being played on you and then use your willpower to choose another road and There is a whole lot of tools that you can learn Which is also differing from person to person because every person's psychology is built up in a different way So every person also needs a different set of tools in order to overcome their triggers and in order to grow. So the tool that is made for you to use your willpower to to overcome your trigger, this can differ so much from the person next to you. And this you will develop over time. You will find out by trial and error which tool works best for you. So in my case, for example, I used to take a step back internally, sometimes also in the physical when I see that my trigger is played and I'm reminding myself that it is a trigger and that I don't want to engage with it. That is my tool and it needs time. This is where patience kicks in. It needs time to to manifest into your everyday and you need discipline for it because if you only do it once and then you don't do it the next two times and then maybe once again this won't change the pattern in your mind this is why you need to keep on showing up consistently and you need to have patience with yourself the patience are so important because if you become too too severe too too serious about it your mind will another trigger card it will develop another method to, key, to, to demotivate your growth because if you're becoming too serious too strict on your mind then it will act like a little kid you know when you try to cage in a little kid full of power then it will just kick out more and shout more and won't do what you want them to do so you need to become skillful in managing your, your mind. And as I said, there's a whole lot of tools where, that you can observe, that you can develop in order to become aware of how you can change those patterns in your mind. And as you probably know, I also offer to work with you in order to learn those tools that are especially for your setup. So if you feel like you are already observing, you already know that you have those triggers, but it's difficult for you to take a step back and become skillfully in managing those triggers and not engaging with them, I invite you to check out my website and to see if you resonate with my work or not. So let's recap again. There was a lot of information in the last few minutes. So let's recap once again what we talked about. Your mind is sabotaging you because it is scared to lose importance. And we don't need to become mad about it with our mind. We can understand it, right? It just doesn't want to lose importance. Who wants to lose its importance? So it tries everything to stay valuable and to stay present. And this is why it keeps on triggering you to fall back into identification with it. And this is how it stops you from growing because growth happens once you step out of this identification you see that one of those limits you put yourself up you if you step out of it you see that those limits were put up by yourself and you broaden them and you have another another area of identification so this is how you grew and this is why your mind is trying to hold you back from growth a lot of times because it's scared to lose importance and in order to 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 skillfully transit those triggers and to overcome those triggers and to really start to lead your mind once again you need to become observant and once you've observed your triggers and identified them you need to use your willpower in order not to engage with it to really act through those two things and the skills that are necessary are discipline to keep on showing up once again and again and again and you will fall and you will stand up once again and you will fall and stand up once again and you will be fooled once more and then stand up once again so you need to have patience with yourself as well be empathetic with yourself just as you would be with a friend understand yourself understand your ego mind don't develop a hate relationship with your ego mind. Don't judge it to be something that you want to get rid of because this way you will give it even more power over you just become observant of its triggers. And when you know that it kicks in once again, you can start to de-identify from it. And this way you can live beside it. You can become conscious of your essence. You can live in a aware, aware consciousness and also have your ego mind to engage with when you need it. So this is a way to skillfully start to leading a life that integrates the consciousness that integrates awareness and presence while engaging with the world. As always, if you have any questions on that or if you have any input, feedback, whatever, you can always reach out to me through my Instagram or through my mail or whichever funnel you can find. I wish you a super happy day and please start to observe yourself and i would be really interested in hearing your your experiences with that so you can just drop me a direct message or an email as i said and share with me how you started to become aware of your triggers and also the challenges that you have the challenges of how to how to transform those triggers all right so enjoy your day and we will see each other back here next week namaste